Welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. Each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get Game of Thrones grimy. Ooh. We're keeping it going. Mm-hmm. So the last two weeks, Flora and I discussed House Targaryen and House Lannister. Also, I'm sorry if you guys hate the show or you don't watch because whatever. You're still learning about animals, but oh yeah, I we're mean, trying to be topical whatever. here. This week, we're going to talk about one of the other like main ones that's on like the little sigil thing at the opening credits. Anywho, we're going to talk about the stag. It's the stag. It's Baratheon. The, hey, it's the stag here. It's me, the stag. Hey, everybody, it's me, the stag. Uh, what's your weather like? Hey, real quick, can you ask me what I'm drinking? Hey, what are you drinking? Bud Light Lime. Oh! <laughs> I've had that beer in front of me for 10 minutes waiting for this to start so I can open it. I have never been thirstier. Oh my god. Is it still cold? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, baby. <clears throat> Alrighty. So, wait, what are you drinking? Oh, you're Why right. Why? We didn't do any. You're just fucking going into it. Since <laughs> when do we do business. that? <laughs> yeah, who is this? <laughs> Someone has hacked the call. Um, I'm drinking water. Woo! Wow. Health, health guru. <laughs> wow. And my cat is sitting behind me, and he's cleaning his belly. He's cleaning his nipples, actually. Disgust. <gasps> uh-uh. Would you rather have crusty nipples? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do not shame him. Are you kidding me? Well, you, what are you and your crusty nipple cats doing? Uh, they're, I locked them out of the room this time, so I don't fucking care what they're doing. Crusting around somewhere. <laughs> they're so hairy. I can't. I found cat hair. They like, can't get crusty? Is that what you're saying? My, I'm just like saying, just in general, like I'm almost over cats. I wore like leggings <laughs> and I laid down on my couch and I got up later and I, I had a full cat on me just in the no. amount of hair. And I'm just like... I'm over it. <laughs> I'm done. Time like, to shame is, I can't even remember, like, a catless house. Like, what kind of home is that? How is there not it's... cat hair everywhere? What do they have everywhere? Nothing? Is their home clean? I, I can't guess. relate. It's probably quiet, too, because my cat, like, thumps around as he, like, gallops through the house oh, and poops. Oh, well, all mine fight and scream and slap, so, <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. It's fun. It's a good time. Okay, um, yeah, so now that we've hit those fan favorite topics, let's get, let's get into the animal this week. You don't even want to know how my goddamn week's been? What is happening? Oh my god! I don't even have the notes in front of me. I've had a long day. How was your week? Thank you for asking, Fada. <laughs> yeah. You didn't goad me into it or anything. <laughs> it's been fine. I actually did catch up to Game of Thrones, so okay. you, you know I watched them. Um, I, I do know you're texting me. I, shoot, I feel like I had a story for this and I've burned it Well, out. you fucking blew it, didn't you? You made uh, a big deal about uh, it. <laughs> um, oh no. I did, oh, I was going to send you a picture today earlier and I forgot, but I did spill fish juice on my crotch, not once, <gasps> but twice today. Is that a euphemism? I don't know what it would be a euphemism for, I'm afraid, but I did spill actual literal fish juice. <laughs> but on yes, my but twice. the answer is yes. <laughs> mm, gross. Okay. But, uh, sorry about that. Yep. How was your week? Week is good. Just tired as always. I'm just ready to sleep for 15 years. Um, 
today I was trying to be helpful and pick up, uh, I don't even, what was it? It was like a can, a tin can of something. I don't know. I was trying to recycle it and I picked it up and it pierced through my glove mm. and like sliced my thumb open. Mm. I was like, God, why do I bother? Why am I I got alive? really mad. God, why really am I mad? <laughs> Darwin? <laughs> Daddy D, why have you done this to me? You've cursed me with existence. I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for fish juice in my crotch either, but here we are. Yeah, true, true. Um, so it sounds like it's been a week of woe for both of us. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I did. Did I? I ripped my pants. You did. You posted that on social media. That was very fun. Yeah, I didn't rip out a butt or a crotch. I ripped just like the leg. There was just like a rusty, jagged nail. Mm. And I was like doing a keeper chat and I literally mm-hmm. got hung up on it and it ripped my whole right pocket open. And I was just like, <laughs> hi, guys. Me. Like, that was like the beginning. I walked out of the door and that happened. And I was just like, I just ripped my pants. Anyway, how are you, you guys? Folks? God. <laughs> thank, you, thank you guys for joining us. I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah, I'm a professional idiot. Shit, dude. Um, it's got to be the most relatable story of the week. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sure all of our listeners can relate. If, you know what? If you didn't know any better, you'd think that Flora and I are just constantly, like, ripping patches of our pants off. And you'd be right. <laughs> you'd be right. <laughs> you'd be absolutely right. At um, this point, so, I'm like a patchwork quilt. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what we should get? <laughs> you remember those jeans from the early 2000s that were, like, Stop. patches of denim? Yes. But, like, patches of khaki. <laughs> I, and it would just be this, like, horrible, like, mismatched nightmare. My eyes are bleeding, like, even just visually picturing them, but I love it. Bleeding with pleasure. Ew, I hate that saying. (laughs) (laughs) Bleeding with pleasure. Ew, do me a hot favor and just never (laughs) do it again. With pleasure. (laughs) Fucking, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Well, you didn't let me talk about the freaking stag, so I'm just, like, losing my shit. (laughs) Apparently. All right, I'll let you just roll into it. Tell me some sweet stag facts wait i need to yeah no continue i'm just gonna google a stag oh okay so uh spoiler alert a stag is just a male deer oh (laughs) i know (laughs) uh i thought it was maybe i don't know some sort of like specific deer where they're just like it's commonly called this like a slang term but it's actually this one no it's just like it's all deer it's just most male deer okay i don't know it was i didn't really know what to do with that. Apparently, um, reindeer fall within that category, and you and I already talked about reindeer. So we did was in a patron-only episode. We sure did. So if you guys want to hear that, it's holiday-friendly. Go check it out. Be- consider becoming a patron. Patreon.com slash KeeperChat. Well, we have, we have new patrons, so welcome <laughs> to the family. Oh, my God. Our children. <laughs> Don't expect gifts for Christmas, you fucking assholes. We're broke. Yeah, I don't know what you expect. Expect verbal berating. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> God. You, you love it and you live for it. It's yours. <laughs> Courtesy us. You, you've paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have. What kind of sadist? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you guys are the ones asking for this. Okay, anywho. So it's just a male deer. Okay. I didn't really know... I don't really know where to go with this, so I guess I'm just going to um, jump into the lore. We'll get the lore out of the way. Oh, sure. So, Game of Thrones lore, the stag is the sigil of House Baratheon, which is like one of the main houses in the Game of Thrones. Okay. 
uh, at the beginning of the show, the kind of like centers around the king at the time, who is a Baratheon and like his children and his wife and like whatever. Um, However, and this isn't really a spoiler. Like if you guys haven't figured this out at this point, then I'm sorry. But they kind of don't do so hot as it goes along. And so there aren't that many left. Right. Uh, So I think my whole thing, because I think they're, um, they're whatever, catchphrase? That's not what it's called. Whatever they're. Motto? I don't know. Moral? Motto? Motto? I think we're getting closer. I think it's uh, something like ours is the fury, which is kind of um, intimidating, yet extremely vague. Yeah. So, I don't really know. I mean, stags are, like, impressive. They've got a really big, like, rack of antlers, always. And I guess you could say, like, that's a crown. It makes for a very cool-looking crown on the show. Sure. So, like, that's a really, like, nice aesthetic. Uh, but they're up against dragons and yeah. lions? And wolves. And wolves. Um, so, like, they can kick really hard. Mm. And, like, stamp. They can kind of stamp. They can get hit um, by a car, like, real good. Oh, my God. We're going to get to that at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have an anecdote. But, um, so that's it. I mean, they are pretty fierce. The house is, you know, pretty hard-headed. And maybe that was the thing they were going for, is, like, that actual, like, head of, like, bones. Does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> head of bones. Like, are there exposed, any boneless heads out there? <laughs> my exposed bones, like, strike fear into everybody I know. Yeah. They're sort of, like, they're sort of But wait, it's not bones. It's antlers. Yeah, but it's, like, a modified kind of, it's sort of a bone. It's kind of a bone. It's not, it's, uh, I don't want to get into this. Go listen to Reindeer. God. But anywho, so that's it. kind of their whole, whole thing. So I chose to talk about a specific kind of deer because I was like, this is going to be nonsense otherwise. Can I guess? Um, yeah. Is it a fallow deer? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that have been great, though? Those things. <gasps> yeah. We uh, have Those taken care things. of some fallow deer. And we took care of one who we lovingly called the Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. He was approximately, I think we've talked to him before. We oh, have, yes. yeah. He's a regular on the show. He's seven million years old. He had like an antler that went like upside down and backwards. <laughs> and he like every time you saw him, like a you're like I think almost a whole year of your life was taken from you and like put yeah. in him. It was weird though because you didn't notice because you were like absorbed in his red piercing eyes. It was something else. It okay, was so not a fallow deer. Oh, also, um, because he was so ancient, he sort of just like <laughs> I don't even know how he moved. He kind of moved like the grudge. Thing, oh, where you just mm-hmm. kind of like, eh, 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 yes, eh, like around the field. Um, what were those other deer? The ones that would like scream and they sounded terrifying. Was those or that that wasn't the fallow deer? That was a sika deer, right? Oh, sika, yeah, yeah. Okay, anywho, uh, so it's not either of those. Is it the key deer? <laughs> no, dude. God damn it! I'm out of deer. Um, this one is the muntjac. Oh, what? Is that a deer? I know. It's kind of. <laughs> it is a deer. Uh, so it's kind of like um, not maybe what you would picture if you're picturing like a really like big fierce yeah, stag. It's tiny. However, the mudjack represents the oldest and most primitive of antlered deer. So wow. I feel like if this were taking place in like a medieval setting, oh, it'd be probably the, like yeah, yeah, it's like some mudjack running around, and they're like that thing is pretty badass. But actually, it is, and we're gonna get into it. So mudjack are uh, pretty sh- like small, pretty thick deer they're just like really stocky yeah um there are two main well actually let me get into that let me get into that uh what am i trying to say 
Classification? Uh, yes. Thank you. I was going to just say Latin. <laughs> Let me get into that Latin. Let me just whip out some Latin just real quick. Hey, guys. Um, put on your pants and speak some Latin in your ear. <clears throat> All right. We're in Kingdom Phylum Class Order Family Genus Species Animalia Cordata Mammalia. We're back to those even-toed ungulates. It's the Artiodactyla. <gasps> Love them. We have done so many Artiodactyla. On There's this so show. many of them. That's a really good point. <laughs> so the family that we're in is Cervidae, and then the genus is Muntiac. Muntiac. Mun- mm? You're doing so well, sweetie. Muntiacus. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> These guys are found in Southeast Asia, specifically in southern China, throughout India. And some of the other countries that I can't make out right now. Very cool. I think I mentioned this before. We had some technical difficulties here in the middle of the episode. So if I didn't, they're short little beefy boys is basically the point. They're little stocky deer. And there are two main species that you'll see. Well, there are 12 species, but there are two main ones that um, are most commonly known. So you have the Indian muntjac, and then you also have the Reeves muntjac. Mm. So... um, if you go to the zoo and you see a muntjac, it's most likely going to be that Reeves one. But the yes. Indian one is um, the most common one, I believe. So the males are the ones that grow the antlers. The females do not grow antlers. They just have these little bony knobs, but the males have the little crab claw, like, So they the girls still have that, like, weird, like, sheath thing, though, right? That yeah, they do. The, the pedicle, yeah. They do. But they just have pedicle. little, like, little nubbins. Hello. Not little bottle openers. <laughs> but, uh, so the males do have another weird adaptation. And by weird, I mean really cool, but also really weird and creepy. In that they are nicknamed the vampire deer because they have these tusk-like canine teeth that come out of their mouth. And they sort of just, like, stick out over their lower lip. And that's something that they have. And that's just, that's, you just gotta deal with it. Can you imagine if that was, like, vampire lore instead? Like, if Dracula, instead of turning into a bat, <laughs> he turned into a fucking munchak? That'd be wild. And he just, like, <laughs> clattered off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I still see you running away. You're kind of short. Like, you just bit me. I yeah, can see you. It, it really hurt. And now I'm just great you're at, like, perfect kicking height. Yeah, and now I'm a munchak, I guess, too. <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, but I, yeah, it's turned into a munchak, and I f- and I run away. That's the plot of my autobiography. <laughs> it's good. Stay tuned. Thanks. And I just run away. That's what it is. <laughs> but no, the males will use these when they get into tussles with other males, uh, and then the, during like sparring, so they use a mixture of these tusks and um, their antlers, and they kind of just, I guess, just bash their brains into each other. I don't really know. But then they will also, if they find themselves in a territorial dispute, they will do the same thing. So they'll use kind of all the weapons at their disposal, meaning their antlers and, like, canines. Throw your whole body at them, dude. Like, no hold, don't hold back. Yeah, they're ready to fight at all times. Uh, But on top of that, so, okay, so there's another nickname because, again, apparently, like, someone out there just has ample amount of time and is, like, spouting off nicknames for Muntjac left and right. But <laughs> there's another like nickname. The I guess. There's another nickname for Muntjac, and they're called the Barking Deer. Because when there's a nearby threat, they will often cry out in a loud barking sound. 
<laughs> and then they will also do kind of a lower it's called a barking call i'm not really sure what that sounds like oh i'm sure it sounds oh, oh, terrifying oh, oh i think uh, something like that ah. <laughs> i think it's probably that but they'll do it for like up to an hour and the idea it's is that <laughs> this sound just like emanating into the forest would scare off any predators that might be around which like it scared me off i guess if i, I heard that know. i'd be like Shit, man, I guess I don't I'm want like, that little deer. Oh, is there a dog out here? <laughs> is there oh, a barking man? dog or is that a barking deer? Or hey, is, there, hey, is there a vampire out here? Is there a fucking vampire out here right now? <laughs> oh, shit, I'm terrified of this. I better go. <laughs> God damn. Anybody bring any garlic on this hike into the woods? <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn. Where's my holy water? Damn. They're so short, too. Like, how do they, they bite you on the ankle, I guess. Ooh, that's mean. <laughs> They can't get up bone. to your neck. They can't even that like. That's true. Or that can they? They just levitate. <laughs> just well, I guess. <laughs> I guess if we're saying they're vampires, then they have to turn into a human. So I guess they can, because it's not like a vampire eats in its bat form. I mean, right? it probably does, right? It could, but like usually they like seduce you and then like, and then eat suck you in your their blood bat form. with like their human <laughs> mouth, not their muntjac bat mouth. I don't know, man. I've never met a vampire, so I can't confirm or deny it. You know, I went on a trip to New Orleans, and I met a guy that said he was a real-life vampire, so I guess I met one. <laughs> Did he look like a munchak? You know, he didn't he show did. me if he had hooves or not. <laughs> I think he had gloves on, so. Oh, my God. It would have been like that episode of Adventure Time. Yes, he takes off his hoof he gloves. He takes off his, his hoof gloves. <laughs> got hands oh my god that episode is so good that whole show anywho but uh so there are scientists have found a couple different um remain sites all across europe that suggest that the mutt jack deer have uh used to have a range well into europe and that they have existed for upwards of 35 million years oh which like damn apparently they're really well suited to their life as like a vampire barking baby deer Right, because they're, like, killing I, that niche. Honestly, though, like, they're probably, like, no one else does this. And all the other animals are, like, hell no, we don't. And we You're don't want your to, own, you buddy. fucking emo weirdo. <laughs> I'm listening to my chemical romance. But, uh... Seriously, he's a vampire, and he hangs out, and all he does is, like, soulfully cry when he's, like, has emotions. So I feel like that's he's a really basically Gerard Butler. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, soulfully cry is, like, a really good band name. For an emo band. Yeah, for my Muttonjack Vampire emo band. Okay, stay tuned for our, the drop of our upcoming album. <laughs> you guys already on that know EP. how good I sing, so. <laughs> it's time the world hears us. Great. But, okay, so I'm going to get into something a little bit weird here. So I talked about how the Reeves Muttonjack and the Indian Muttonjack are kind of the two main boys. Yeah. During this 35 million year history that they have, okay. the something happened to the Indian Muntjac. Okay. And we're not really sure what it is or why. Am I scaring you yet? I'm a, I'm a free. <laughs> I'm a feared. I'm feared. So the Reeves Muntjac has up to 46 chromosomes, which is the same number that humans do. Thank you for, yep, thank you. That was my next I'm question. Trying to give, trying to give a little bit of perspective. The Indian Muntjac, however, has... Six chromosomes in the female and seven in the males. What? Yeah. Don't we need those? You do. 
And they've got enough to be around, but yeah, the females have six, the males have seven, and to put that into perspective, um, fruit flies have eight. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes! It's, I read that, I was like, uh, sorry? So it, I guess it's just the Indian muntjac, and it's survived this way for millions of years. Okay, quick question. What do chromosomes do? Chromosomes basically like store your genetic makeup. Yeah. So yeah. are we... Are more... Okay, we have the same as other munchak. We do it, like, as the Reeves munchak. Yes. Okay, so what about, like, other... Ma- like, is everybody, like, usually around 46? Uh, everyone just kind of, like, floats around in in the... Like the the human end of like chromosomes, yes, yeah. like chromosome numbers. So okay. again, to put this in a little bit more perspective, the munchak, um, like I said, is the most like ancient, I guess, deer you could say that on the planet. We mentioned that earlier. Yeah, but it also has the lowest chromosome count of any other mammal. So he's like, he literally was like the rough draft. He was, but perfection. <laughs> They got like, it on the first try. Like, why do more when small is good? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm right there with you. That was my exact same question. The, the words came out of my mouth. And I was like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> Felt like I lost chromosomes trying to form that sentence. Can you write that on my tombstone? Whatever I just said. Just put that on my tombstone. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's important to understand that... Fewer chromosomes doesn't necessarily mean that there's less genetic material okay. in the individual. Okay. It just means that through all the different generations of like the evolutionary process, the species itself has basically had their chromosomes fusing end to end. So for whatever reason, the Indian muntjac, in the case of the females, and uh, six in the females, seven in the males, their chromosomes just got like stickier and stickier and got longer and longer until they just went down to six and seven. What the fuck? And this basically just means that they're creating quote unquote super chromosomes. Right. And um, yeah, so I just imagine it like if you have a Twizzlers pull and peel and then you bite off the end and you lick it and then you bite off the end of another Twizzlers pull and peel and you lick it and you stick it together, then you've got like a double the length pull and peel. Right. You know how that works? And then you can just like, It, like, sticks together and you have a super long one. I think that's the same shit happening here. Um, Apparently, muntjacs have a specialized chromosome that has a uniquely sticky end, um, what's known as the telomere, or telomere, however you want to say it. And because of this, because of, like, the stickiness of it, it encourages this sort of super chromosome fusion, which leads to the fewer number of chromosomes in the Indian muntjac. But I don't know why it's the only one. I don't know. That is insane. That is some, yeah. like, powerhouse of the cell, mitochondria <laughs> bullshit. Yes! Oh, my God. Okay, so listen to this. So there was a guy um, – I'm reading an article here that I got this information from. There was a guy from Texas Tech University in the United States. and he says Texas Roadhouse. There's a guy from Texas Roadhouse here in the United States, and he <laughs> gave us his two cents on the Munchak chromosome switch. He said – this is comparable to if you were to take two books and basically smash them together. You're not losing any information. You've just made a much larger book. So all of it's still present. It's just like within one But why? Book. I don't know. That's 
Or Darwin. I don't know. Darwin. Darwin. Dad? I'm going to call Dad and ask him why this happened. Hey, dear Dad, why? Dad, why'd you let this happen? And then he answers right back, here. why do more when less <laughs> do good? I'm like, shit, that is a really good answer. <laughs> Dad, you philosophical son of a bitch. God, you have such a fucking way with words. Yeah, he really does. Okay, but listen to this. So, God, there's the, more. No, it's just like... I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, so for the Indian muntjac, like I said, they're the only ones that have it like this. Okay. All right, so the idea is if they have these, they have fewer but larger chromosomes, then it means that during cell division, it's less likely that mistakes are going to be made because there are fewer chromosomes for mistakes to pop up. Oh, Does that make sense? Yes. So basically, old Daddy D was like, this boy's perfect. I'm good to go. My work here is done. And he just, like, right. went home for the day. Which makes sense, because this guy's got, like, fangs and yeah. a sticky nose hole and all that fun stuff. But then on so, the off side, if one of them does fuck up, then you're fucked. Absolutely. Like, you're yeah, going to so grow not good. a face out of your butt. Ooh, face butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that that uh, Nicolas Cage, John Travolta movie? Oh, no, yeah. that was face off. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was butt off. <laughs> oh, no, that was the sequel. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't necessarily, like, as far as, like, chromosomal conversation goes, which is going to be our newest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our segment, uh, Chromosomal Conversation. <laughs> we're actually, we're plugging it right now. But um, it doesn't, like, the more chromosomes you have doesn't necessarily mean you're better, better or you're, like, smarter or you're, jack. like, more evolved or, like, whatever. Like, okay. For perspective, potatoes have 48, so, like, <laughs> just cool your jets a little bit, buddy. <laughs> I love potatoes. They deserve the world. They're pretty good. But anywho, I mean, they've got... Okay, so just, long story short, Munchak have got some crazy shit going on with them. Um, and I think, like, beyond, like, the fangs and beyond the frickin' crab claw bottle opener... <laughs> antlers and beyond the like sticky goo thing on its nose that it uses to scent things and beyond like the chromosome shit it's also the oldest most ancient deer so sure but i mean all that considered it's actually not that bad of a sigil for like house baratheon they could have chosen like you know an elk or something and they're like "Mm, i think i'm gonna go with the mudjack because it's nature's perfect beast yeah so it's I mean, I support it. I'm coming around to it. I mean, they didn't do so hot in the show, but obviously they aren't true Munchaks because these guys have been around forever and they'll live until the end of time. Right. And their chromosomes. The real, I think, okay, so here's just spoiler alert for Game of Thrones. The last episode, you're going to find out that I don't even know who the Baratheons are because I barely pay attention, but they're going to be vampires and that's going to how the episode's going to end. They're going to fucking turn into Munchaks. Bite everybody on the cankles, suck all their blood, and rule the world. <laughs> and then they're going to yeah. sit on the throne and they're going to be like, uh, hey. Hell and yeah, they're going to like throw up a middle finger hoof and then the show's going to end. Oh, shit. I, God, that'd be the perfect ending. That's I was, my I've been prediction. thinking to myself this whole time, like, like how can who's you gonna win? everybody? Yeah. 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 I think that's just good storytelling is what that is. Yeah. Anywho. So the, um. The muntjac is listed... Actually, do you want to guess what its conservation situation is? 
You know what's cute? I'm going to yep. say... Threatened. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, close. It's least concern. It's actually ah! doing a lot better than That's, you think. I was going to guess that and I did it. Yeah. They're considered least concern. And, nice. Um, because which means they're the best perfect being. So Yeah, I know. They're the perfect specimen. Um, so... But they've still got some issues because humans are terrible and, yeah. But uh, the main thing is, like, habitat loss. And sometimes they're hunting in that area. And just like a lot of the other, uh, like, livestock-type animals, they can get stuck in, like, snares and things like that. I know we talked about the saula like that. Um, But generally speaking, they're doing pretty well. One thing that kind of surprised me when I was, like, doing all my research about Munchak and actually, this whole thing has been surprising because they're like <laughs> these like crazy beast animals. <laughs> but is that um, one of the first things in the Google search that popped up in like the autocomplete was Munchak for sale? I was like, who Great. would? Who would? Great. Who would do? Who would want that? Not me. This thing would eat me alive. <sighs> Anywho, other vampires—they want to like be like kin with their. Um, what's the word from Harry Potter? What? Par Parthenon? The th- is that the thing from Greece? Pan pan Pantheon? Pantomime? What's the word? Pantomime. What Patronus about? Patronus, you goddamn fuck. <laughs> you gave me no context clues. You just uttered nonsense at me and expected me to babble out the right answer. You're just supposed to read my goddamn brain. You're supposed to be on the same Dave length as me. Oh, I, I'm always on the day play. <laughs> um, so anywho, Munchak are crazy. Um, but they're pretty fucking rad in my book. I was, I'm like for it. I liked them before and I like them more now. Yeah, I kind of just want to like, all I want to do is look at pictures of them with their little fangs out. Cause it's yeah, because like, it's like, like sassy cute. There's a lot to see. There's a lot of, fit- of footage. And mm-hmm. I do think they're relatively common in zoos. I've seen quite a few. Also, I do want to say, uh, I don't know if I describe them that well. They're kind of a tan brown color. Their mm. face is like a cute little deer face. They've got like striations and a darker color down the pedicles that are the things that hold their antlers that run down to your face. And they've got a little bit of white under their chin and on their underbelly. Um, but they sort of look exactly like an eggplant with like baseball mm. bats for legs. Mm. And then like two bottle openers yes. stuck on top. Yes, and then two spikes stuck on the bottom. <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, so that's pretty much it. I did want to talk a little bit about, first off, I have an anecdote about deer, since this is just our deer episode. Deer okay. crazy over here. Uh, so the just place so where... deer crazy. <laughs> the place where we worked that had all the deer that we were talking about earlier, I was on my way to work, and I was driving through this like mountain canyon, and then, like, out of the freaking blue, this young buck comes, like, flying. Oh, actually, he'd be considered a stag. I forgot all about He comes this. flying out of, like, I don't even know. I think he came out of another dimension through a wormhole. But he ran into the side of my car. I was going, like, 60 miles an hour. He ran into the side of my car, but he ran into, like, the front left bumper. And in doing so, his antler just exploded my left front headlight. <laughs> And he hit the car with so much force that he dented that whole panel above the tire. And I, like, swerved. <laughs> he, like, hit the car. And I, like, almost swerved off the road. 
But he basically, like, broke his own face. Like, his whole right. face exploded in the process. And right. then his, like... So then he didn't have a face, and it had exploded all over and inside my car, and then he just took off into the woods. And I was like, yeah. what? The resilient. I was, so, <laughs> I was so traumatized. And I pulled over to take a look at the damage and also, like, to keep me from driving off into the canyon. And who should pull up behind me and this, like, back-ass country road but the director of the zoo that I worked at. I was like, wow, what are the odds of this? Hi. He's like, are you okay? And I was like... I think so. <laughs> and then he asked, he's like, um, he's like, is the deer still alive? I was like, it doesn't have a face. I don't think so. Right. And he's like, well, even if it is, let's just hope that a mountain lion comes and eats it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Always think about the positive. Yeah. So I thought about that the rest of the day. I was kind of in a haze. It was, it was fucking crazy. But it is. Hitting deer is scary. I have also hit a deer. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. It it was worth it, and I would do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I found out my favorite artist was playing a concert, like, two hours away from my location that night, and I figured it out mm-hmm. that morning, and there was one seat left, and I went all the way there by myself, straight from work, sped there, got there, stayed at the show until, like, midnight, and then drove home, and was, like, trying not to fall asleep, so I had all my windows open, and I was, like, jamming out to music, and I was, it like, it was like a two-hour drive. I was like maybe 10 minutes away from my apartment. And mm-hmm. I could either, my GPS was telling me to go left, and I knew the way home right. And so I was like, well, let me go the way the GPS is going, because if I go a way I don't know, it'll help me stay awake. Like, if I, I was afraid I'd get, like, in the zone. Mm-hmm. So I, like, made that left, and then just, like, Im- immediately rammed into a deer. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> cool, fuck me. Um, and he also shattered the front end of my car um and my headlight and uh scared the absolute shit out of me mm-hmm. um i thought i was gonna have a heart attack but obviously yeah. still the best night of my life would do it again <laughs> <laughs> would hit that deer again <laughs> so fucking worth it yeah deer are nuts man i don't know they're all over the place i do want to take a minute too to talk about our favorite deer in media Ooh. because There are so many. First off, it's running rampant, obviously, through media. Duh, we're talking about it in the context of Game of Thrones. Right. But there's, like, deer everywhere. There's, like, a stag in Harry Potter. That's a big plot thing. There's, like, deer in, like, every freaking cartoon you can imagine. Yeah, Bambi, there, done that. The the cool deer with the gloves in Adventure Time, been there, done that. Like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. If you've never seen a deer, take... I don't know. I guess Google exists. Google deers. <laughs> Google deer in your spare time. I'm trying to think of, like, my favorite deer. That's our next podcast as well. My favorite deer. I'll, honestly, all I can think of is Bambi. Is there a deer in Over the Garden Wall? I'm sure there is. Oh, wait! Oh, no, that's a horse, right? Yes, yeah, the horse. Fuck. Didn't see any deer. Although, I do know a girl who... Uh, is from Hawaii, and she said that when she moved to the like the uh, continental United States, she said the first thing that she saw as far as like new wildlife was a deer, and she was like obsessed with them for the longest time because she thought they were so cute and like so cool, and there was nothing like that on Hawaii. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. <gasps> I only think about myself. I screamed. Yeah, because I know. Because Hannibal. <gasps> The Wendigo. The fucking Wendigo. There's yeah. so much deer shit. 
And then when he, like, impales that woman, like, when he's the Shrike, right? Yes. The shrike? And he, like, impales that woman on deer antlers. Ooh, that's a good show. We're plugging that right now. Oh, Go watch Hannibal on NBC. Watched, if you have not watched Hannibal with Mass Mitchell. Get out of our lives. Get you don't deserve to be here. Out of here. <laughs> Get out of my room. We're gonna, oh my god. We're gonna put tape across the room where the, the dividing line the is. Fucking Wendigo. Ew, remember when it like it like turns into like a creepy human and like walks down the aisle of that church? Do you remember that? That whole part? show. That whole show was nuts. I am still screaming about it to this day. Whew. Okay, so that's my favorite deer is Mass Mickelson. <laughs> As is, is, is Mass Mickelson. This this foreign actor. Yeah, it's a good one. Check it out. But anyways, they're rampant. So uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Do you have any questions? I guess a TLDL is in order? I think so. Okay, so this week we covered the stag, but because stag just literally means male deer, I chose an actual deer. So I chose the muntjac to talk about. It's the oldest, most ancient deer. It's been around for over 35 million years. And... It's crazy. It's like a little like medium size. It's like mm, maybe the size of like an Australian Shepherd, <laughs> if you know that dog. Um, it's roughly that size. Um, but it's got these like crazy like little antlers that kind of look like bottle openers. It's got these fangs coming out of its mouth. It makes like a weird barking sound. It's got crazy chromosomes. I don't know. I could go on and on. Just go back and listen to the episode because it was wild. We got there in the end. Um, but the stag is the sigil of House Baratheon on Game of Thrones. And this is a continuation of our Game of Thrones, I guess, hype episodes. I don't know what you want to call it. Hype! Hype, hype! Um, so, you know, I wasn't really, like, that big on the whole idea that, like, a stag was a really cool sigil. Like, it looks cool, but, like... Yeah. Practically, is it that cool? But now that I've learned about the Muntjac, I think it's the I think it's the winner of the game of th- I think it's the the throne itself. It's the it emo, won the game emo vampire winner. He's gonna get on the throne and he's gonna be like, "Cut my life into pieces. I've reached my last resort. <laughs> Suffocation. No breathing. <laughs> Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm breathing. Oh, bleeding. <laughs> Don't listen to me. I can't read the lyrics." No, those are the true lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck if I cut my arm breathing. I'm also breathing. <laughs> no, I imagine breathing is an asterisk, like he breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, um, that's our episode. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, uh, make sure to check out our social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I think that's it, right? And we post a lot of cool yeah. stuff on there. If you guys want to hear... Uh, bonus episodes that we put out each month um, feel free to join our group of lovely patrons we have a patreon.com slash keeper chat where you can join and you get special bonus content you get special bonus episodes you get to have a say in the stuff that we talk about um, each week and yeah we have a good old time over there so if that's something you're interested in consider joining us there otherwise that's, uh, that's about it that's about it. Hey, should I tell about the Twitter thing? I I did it. I got one just now. Oh, you did? Did you put it in? 
Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so every, we're going to try this and just see if it's fun or funny. Um, but right, right before we started recording, I posted on Twitter that we were recording and I wanted somebody to like give me something that I had to say in the podcast and like try to like naturally blend it in. We used to play this when we were doing like live keeper chats at other facilities. Like I interned at where you would do a keeper talk and like right before you went out, someone would be like, okay, you have to say like dinosaur or like unicorn. And so you'd like be doing a keeper chat about like whales or something. And you're just be like. They're majestic, like the unicorn. <laughs> and you try to make it, like, you can just, like, randomly shout the word. So, yeah. anyway, I just got a tweet, and I just did it. Do you have any guess of what it was? Was it that song lyric? <laughs> it kind of was, yeah. It was Last Resort. <laughs> nice. And so, I was like, what is the Last Resort? Literally, the only thing I could think of is that fucking Papa Roach song. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's what they meant by that. That's the only time that um, collection of words has ever been uttered. So you nailed it. <laughs> All I know is about Papa Roach. Papa um, Roach. So yeah, that's, next time that's our other dad. Well, maybe we'll do it a little bit earlier because uh, I didn't get that till we, you were literally doing the TLDL. So you nailed it though. That was great. Shoved it in forcefully. Okay. Uh, that's all. Bye. Okay. Smell you guys later.